Hello everybody and welcome to More Than Learning, the podcast from FiveApp. I'm your host, Andrew Jacobs. This is the second in a season of podcasts we're putting together for you from the team here at FiveApp. This series, Getting Stuff Done, is about challenging your thinking about some of the common topics we hear about in learning and development. What we're keen to do is find out what successful people in learning do to get stuff done. What are they thinking about and what's keeping them working and thinking in learning and development? This episode is about leadership management. Leadership management are pretty common everywhere in learning and development. Almost everyone does leadership management development in some form or another and has been doing it forever. We brought together some specialist learning and development folk and asked them about their leadership and management challenges. We're also wondering at 5app, why do we keep doing leadership management training and learning the same way? First up, I asked Jodie Pritchard about what she felt the gaps were in leadership management, design and delivery. First thought on this was, how do we get it right, is knowing when you actually need leadership and management development and knowing when you don't. And I think knowing when you don't is just as or even more important than knowing when you do, to be quite honest, because... Leaders and managers are very, very busy people. Not saying that members of staff aren't, absolutely not, but they have a lot of pulls on their time and a lot of things that they're doing. And if we are just churning out development programs or stuff for them to do that doesn't meet their needs, it's not going to get their full attention. They're not going to be engaged with it. And to be quite honest, as an L&D team, you're wasting your time. And that might feel like quite a strong view from an L&D leader, but I think it's absolutely true. It's really knowing, knowing your leaders, knowing your managers, understanding where the gaps are. And I think understanding that individually as well. Um, Long gone are the days of big cohorts of development programs for leadership, which is a one size fits all. And you all pop out the other end as identikit L&D, sorry, not L&D leaders, but leaders and managers within an organisation. For me, they're they're long gone. It's past history and um, I'm doubtful to happen again. However, there are things that you can do and can do really well. And and I'm not sat here, I think, as as an expert in this because we are perfect in what we do. We're actually just embarking on this within systems advice ourselves. So we are hot in the discovery phase of the work. We've been having some great conversations with leaders and managers, really getting to grips with what's missing, what they need, what challenges they face, how development could fit in with how they work and all of the other things that they have to do as part of their role and responsibilities. And so I think understanding those gaps are really important. Basing what you're doing on data is absolutely key. And then thinking about how you are going to support those leaders um, in the best way. We're thinking about coaching being a really key area in how we can support leaders. So thinking about individual coaching. Um, And I think understanding really clearly about what great leadership looks like in your organisation, because there will always be core areas of leadership that you want to make sure that you are covering. But then, of course, there will always be bespoke areas that are individual to your organisation, your strategy, your culture and how you work. And it's how you embed that. It's how you layer that up. And it's how you support your leaders to deliver on that. So great leadership and management L&D to me looks like 
something that is as individual as it possibly can be, which I understand in huge global organisations is not going to be as straightforward as in smaller um, orgs. Um, But as individual as it can be, based on need, really part of the culture of what you do within your organisation and with a clear understanding that one size does not fit all um, and that your leaders and your managers are probably already bringing a whole host of great attributes and behaviours to the role already. So thinking about kind of peer support, networking, coaching is possibly a first stage. And then if you're looking at aspiring leaders, then absolutely that's where that might be where more of that development programme type of things come in when you're thinking about getting people ready for the next level. Next up, I asked Dan Hewitt, what are the skills in leadership management which he is being asked to support? So, yeah, priority skills we're being asked to support in the kind of leadership and management development space. Um, It's all about the basics at the moment for us. So if we're talking about managers, it's what are the things that managers need to do to set their teams off for success, um, just to have regular conversations with people um, and be human, ultimately. Um, So it really is about going back to those basics. And when it comes to leaders, it's about, right, how do they tie our kind of organization strategy back in to their teams? How do they communicate that? Um, how do they inspire their teams against it? And again, kind of how do they be be human with it? Um, we've kind of done quite a bit of work in the past looking at our, our leaders and our managers and their capabilities and where gaps might be. But what we've always kind of missed is a bit of what's the actual expectations of them and that being aligned across the organisation. Um, but what we're doing this year is quite a bit of work to, to set what that is. We've been doing a lot of work around what our values are. Um, we've reorganised a bit, which makes it a lot clearer. There's a lot more clarity on kind of roles, responsibilities, and what we're trying to achieve as an organisation. So that's really given us the, the basis now to build some of this stuff off, but recognising as a kind of fast-growing tech company, um, we kind of need to invest in those basics because it's so easy for them to get missed. I want to know what's at the heart of the skills gap in leadership management. Here's Dan again. Yeah, so kind of basic core skills for our managers. Um, It really goes around setting people goals and an idea of of where they're going and what the vision is. It's about giving them feedback on how they're doing against that. Um, It's about having kind of regular career and development conversations with them. And then off the back of that, it's about taking action with them. Um, So supporting someone to develop, build their career, whether that's through kind of, you know, education or giving them exposure or just giving them kind of stretch experiences. Dan mentioned targeting and core skills. I was keen to hear from Sally Rhodes about the content that she felt was important. We've we've been talking about uh, our people managers and all the expectations that are put on them at the moment which seem to have increased with all the hybrid working. So a lot a lot of things were put, oh, well, the people managers need to do that, or the people managers need to do that. But then you look at it from a people manager perspective, and most people are hired in to do a role. They're not hired in to be a people manager. And so people management is often just an expectation on top of delivering your role. Um, people aren't being given the time to do people management or or even know what the expectation of a people manager is in a lot of cases. Um, so we find that to be a consistent theme that we're getting back, but also, you know, I wonder how many of those people managers have been on people management training and, and so, and that might be where the leadership 
piece comes in a bit more about role modeling, about empathy. Um, yeah, I mean, role modeling, I could just leave it as that really. Um, <laughs> that, that, that are, are we really living what we say we should be doing? Because, you know, you kind of do what's around you. And most people will have taken the majority of their people manager learning from their own people managers. So I think, um, I think, I think possibly, so I, I don't believe that much of our training is effective. Um, I know for a fact that most of our people managers wouldn't know where to find stuff on policies and things like that very easily. So the, the resources to support people um, and then and then the behaviours, yeah, we just, we need to be consistent. I think it's great that Sally recognises it's not just about doing the same stuff. I enjoy asking tough questions of Simon Gibson about the learning and development industry. What does he think about how we might do things differently? Yeah, it's really interesting, mate. We're, funny enough, <clears throat> our, probably our flagship product this year will be line manager capability won't be called that we're just working on a, an appropriate name and a brand and I'm sure we'll make that well known once known um but part of our issue I'm going to ramble for a bit I've got a talk next week right um and there was some research it probably goes back to I think it's um 2019 maybe 2020 consumer British industry uh, estimates along with McKinsey we're part of a function, you and I are part of a profession and a function that spends the best part of 50 billion a year on skills development, right? Capability of which a large chunk, I am now generalizing, a large chunk is on management and leadership capability. And so I'm a guy, probably a bit like you and your, your provocative questions goes, so what, right? <laughs> What's that done? Um, I'm in a camp now where I'm kind of going, well, we've changed the way that we're going to come to that solution, right? And so what we've done at MNS is to get a small working group, cross-section of people across the organisation who manage people, 30 different roles, experience, tenure, variety of forums that they all work in. What are the things that get in their way? And can we do something about that? And then, you know, agile, small A, we tested a few things. First two things we tested didn't work wasn't right sorry not that didn't take months didn't take six months no no no. within four to six weeks we tested two things didn't work but we know more than we did the six weeks prior what i'm getting to is what they want what our current people require is the ability to find things that matter to them in the moment right so on average they were telling us it takes them just over 40 minutes to find the relevant forms and things to fill in you know you're like what right How, you can codify this really quickly Hold on. So if I save you 25 minutes <laughs> times how many thousands of people, there's pounds and pence to that. The end, the other end of that narrative for me, just my opinion, is I think we've kind of forgotten what it's like to manage people. It's bloody hard, right? It's difficult. It's multifaceted. It's really, really complex. You have to be coach confident. You have to be paternal in some instances, you have to be directive in other instances. At a, at a phase in time when, and I think we've talked about this before, right? Nobody's ever come out of a pandemic before and gone, so how are we gonna do this again? <laughs> how are we gonna reset this? So that's my key bit, it's, it's how can we reset it? And then I'm the guy, I'm with you, right? I'm the guy that says, well, hold on. So what are we gonna look at to know that this is a success, that this does help? We're, I'm talking about, we're gonna have to invest 
probably the next two to three years in this piece of work, right? Just one piece of work for thousands of people in our company. But we should be able to better codify what does that mean in terms of pounds, pence, and impact. If it is tenure, that's fine. If it is, I don't know, accelerating people through their team and, and promoting greatness, great. I don't know. I don't know. We're trying to work that out as we speak, right? Because our product hasn't even launched yet. I was just going to say the, the feedback is another element of actually how do how do managers get feedback on their performance? So first of all, they don't know what good performance looks like, and secondly, they don't get any feedback on it. As long as they've done the performance reviews and set the goals and objectives at the start of the year, they've ticked all the boxes that HR will chase them for, then job's done, right? How many listeners here agree with what Simon says that finding the things that matter to them in the moment is what managers want? And I'm also really keen to find out how many of you agree with Sally that to have ticked all the boxes that HR has chased them for and the job's done is what your organisations really want. How can we do better? Here's Jodie again. Some of it is about making sure that your managers are involved in the right things at the right level as well. Um, you know, we see it all, all any employee at any level can be stretched too thinly can be working on a number of different projects can be you know have a huge number of different focuses it's certainly not just a leadership and management issue however we we do see that in leadership and management we see leaders being involved in the wrong things you know a very overpaid agenda writer administrator minute taker etc etc that's not to say that they can't take on those roles absolutely not they're there for sharing but it's knowing where you add the right value or the best value. If you are adding the right level of value in the setting you are in, wonderful. Um, there's something really important about saying no, I think, in there as leaders and managers that we all have to learn. But it's all about, you know, that that value add. How do you ensure that you are adding value to the meeting or the you know discussion or whatever it is that you're involved with um, and or if not you're ensuring the right people in your team are involved so if it's about the context where people work what stands for you know what it is that's right for your organization you know what is it that your organization your leaders and the people they lead need rather than going with what's the biggest leadership model out there that, that other people are using you know, again, we talk about context, but it's what's your organization trying to achieve? How are they going to get there? What are their leaders doing about it? How do, you know, they want to pick stuff up and what are people going to engage with? It's it's completely personal. What the team at Five App are wondering is, if leadership and management is so critical, why are we doing the things we've always done? It's clear that this isn't about sheep dipping and once and done courses. Leadership management is much more sophisticated than that. It's complex and is about understanding what people really want to do to get stuff done. But it's also entirely built into the context of the culture which the organisation works in. So what are 5app do? Well, they reduce complexity and help you find that path through the complex leadership and management. They develop people fast and create space for people to perform and they prove impact which is probably what most of your L&D functions are being asked to do. We'll be back soon and make sure to listen in. We're going to be looking at how the L&D function operates within the community, within the business. 
and we find out how to build those relationships to get stuff done. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.